But never want to live here. I love Vegas though. It's a, a dope, you know, theme park. What Vegas? Very much so. Vegas is like you could be anybody you fucking want to be. And I realized that um, I was in an Uber and I was telling I was telling the Uber driver I was like, "Yo, like I love it here." And she was like, "Probably because you can be whoever. They don't know what you do, what you into. You put down five dollars on the table. They might think you got a bunch of money." Bruh, one of the funniest things that I get because of my size, people are like, oh my gosh, are you a bodyguard? <laughs> no. I'm Just very, say yeah next time. I'm not intimidating. Like, You're, you're a chill dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a photo shoot in Vegas uh, last time I was there, and a girl just pulled out Coke and did a line right, in the, right before the shoot started. And it threw me off because she was like, do you want some? I would not get you fucked up. And I was like, yo... This is the shit that our parents told us and like they used to tell us in Dare. Mm-hmm. Like people swear they got the good drugs and you'll try some shit and then Yeah, for her to say that, I mean, she's not a fucking chemist. Like I mean, she know that. Like, <laughs> and I don't know her. Like, she was cute though, but I'm like, I don't know you from strangers? Like, yeah, and I was like, yo, it ain't even weed. It's coke. People get bad coke. Bruh. Wait, first of all, that's kinda off brand for you. Your nickname is Coke. So Yeah, I, that's an accident. Just saying. What's funny about that is I had a girl DM me and she was like, yo, like, how did you get the nickname? So I was playing. I'm like, my boy, for those who not know, my boy, shout out to Darnell. He, um, everybody, he was calling everybody, uh, this one, Two Chains was popping. He's giving everybody last name was Chains. And he was just calling something and Chains. And so I was like, yo, what's my name going to be? He was like, nah. <laughs> and I was like, the fuck? <laughs> He's like, nah, you too light. Somebody at my ring doorbell. And he was like, you too light. He was like, uh. We just gonna call you Coke. And I was just like, alright, bro. And he been calling me Coke ever since. And so It fits. Yeah, it does fit, man. But then the problem is people hit me up thinking I sell drugs. I don't look like a drug dealer, I don't think so. Well, you dress very nice. And that coat You that, dress nice. That that coat that you, you know, agree with. Amazon. Me, hey, don't talk about that. <laughs> hey, Amazon, what's up, man? They don't even know who you are, but we're gonna get to that in a minute. Um, we still gotta do your mental health break that you're not on. I'm on it. But you still working. You here? I am here. How'd you get here? I drove. Why you needed a mental health break? That's my biggest question. Why did I need a mental health break? Um, because some people don't understand why having a mental health break is point is important. Because I tried to warn you, but you didn't listen. But we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> I need a break because I feel like I've just been going. Um, mm. Both of my worlds, I work a corporate America job. I do creative directing and photography for Loop. Um, I do those... I do that simultaneously. Uh-huh. And I think within the last year or so, yeah. the pandemic, you know, working from home, you would think it'd be easier. Yeah. But, but it wasn't. No. Nah. And having to juggle his schedule, my schedule, there was no real time for me. Yeah. Okay. So. And then you realize, so this will happen. All right, we'll give y'all a little shit off off the air. Um, you hit me up, me and you was talking about it. And I'm like, yo, get get yourself a break. And I was telling you, um, before we got started, I was like, yo, I was there, and I remember what it was like. And shout out to uh, shout out to Lala Milan. She like hit me. I was talking to her, and she was like, yo, if you don't, if you're not always yourself, and if you don't always give yourself time, you're going to crash, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be pretty. And I just remember. Like, bro, I was hate the stuff I love to do, um, this, photography, I was hating that I had to do it. Like, I was showing up to shoots mad. 
just mm. pissed off. I'm like, yo, why am I showing up here? Like, you know, I'm getting paid to be here. It's cool. Everybody's, you know, straight. And I was thinking, I'm like, why am I here? And I was getting exhausted. So when you was talking to me about it, I was like, that's what I was telling you. I'm like, bro, just find some time. Get off social media. Stop. Don't work for like a week and just do whatever you can do to relax. Or if you still have to work, just still disconnect. Because social media gets you fucked up. It really does. It really does. Looking at it on my page, looking at it on the brand's page. Mm-hmm. Hell, looking at it from the artist's page, it's like, yo, social media all the time around the clock. And I'm just like, this is not good. Nah, it's not, it's not good. <laughs> he said it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. All right, before we get started, first of all, let me, how did I meet you? So first of all, we rode the bus together. And so let me tell everybody this. Um, I remember I'm on the bus and... Bryant was on our bus. And Bryant, um, he he's a producer. Well, yep, Bryant Walker. Yeah. So Bryant's on our bus, and I remember Bryant used to always wear headphones and he was always listening to music. He's the one who actually told me Joe Budden could rap and it like threw me off because I was like, he's the pump it up guy. And he was like, nah, 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 he can actually freestyle. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So I look it up and so I start listening to Joe Budden. I'm like, yeah, he don't never take a breath, but he can rap. I just remember that as a youngin. And so I remember it's you, you back there. And I remember one, you used to always care about your tennis shoes. And you're the only person I know, knew at that time, who loved to draw. And I remember one day I asked you, I said, yo, what are you gonna do? You was like, I'm gonna draw, I'm gonna be an artist one day. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, are you gonna paint? You gonna do paintings on a wall? And you was drawing, you was doing like cartoons type stuff. And you was like, nah, be a graphic designer. I'm like, what is that? And I just remember as a youngin, remembering that. And then I remember, um, cause you went to the Art Institute, right? Yeah, we don't want to shout them out. Oh, no, fuck them. I'm Sally, Sally May and them could eat a dick. My hand, my gunshot set. See, this is why you can't let niggas use your shit. So we can't shout them. All right, cool. We ain't shout them out. So the point is, I remember you was, <laughs> he said Sally May. Yeah. Yo, shout out to all of us who, uh. I paid our student loans off. That'll be me. Hey, congratulations for you. Is, your, is there a button to make that noise? Like, yo, congratulations. Come on, man. Don't there, try my buttons, there bro. We go. There you we try go. my buttons and shit. There we go. Um, what no matter. I don't. I didn't use a degree. Oh shit. I was scammed like everybody else. Oh. Nobody came to us in high school and was like, yo, you can possibly go to college and never use your degree and waste the money. Nobody does that. No. It's always like you should go to college, but nobody comes in and say, hey. Do you know what you want to be when you grow up? Do you should you know that you need to work backwards? Nobody does that. Mm, no, that's counterproductive <coughs> to society. Well, you said it, not me. Yeah. So if you get audited, because the government don't like when people talk shit and tell the truth. Bro. Hey man, I'm a whole total poet. I'm not a Malcolm X. Don't come for me, bro. Like, bro, I just remember um, you told me that, and I was like, yo, you could be a graphic designer, and I remember um, doing. Then we go, and then next you know, everybody taking art. So, anyway, I want to let everybody know. I have a special guest today. Hand claps for this brother. Um, because, one, he's an artist. <sighs> we got to make it louder. Um, I can't stand this nigga, bro. Bro, please, tell him your name. What is your name? Government. Whatever you want them to know you by. This nigga said government. I mean, because, like, all right, at a point in time, if you've met me, or, like, I'm Marcus Miller. Um, Damn. Yeah. You really gave government. 
Well, I mean, to be fair, that is my government name, but okay. the older I get, the feel like I don't own that name, like, and I'll get into that. And then the name that I gave myself is Mark Prosper. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was that your name? It wasn't your name. Remember, we used to be on AIM every day. Oh, no. we. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I used to talk to him every day in, like, high school, All like right. middle school and high school. But no, I didn't even know you went to middle school with us. Yeah. Um, the AIM name uh, was Lil Mills. That was an ode to my brother. So, okay. Yeah. But do, do you still wear dunks every day? No. Hell no, man. In this climate, mm-mm. like dunks have definitely made a resurface uh, in the they sneaker have. in the sneaker world. But no, I'm, I'm wearing Birkenstocks right now, fam. Okay. Very cozy vibes. Um, this is the only nigga I remember. I used to say I said it one time to Marcus. I said, "Yo, I like tennis shoes," and he was like, "What's your favorite shoe?" And I remember I said some Jordan shit. He was like, you're not a sneakerhead. Don't never say that shit again. But, you and know. It was so disrespectful. Crushed me in high school. Yes and no. Cause like, it was fucked up. Knowing you, Michael Jordan was your favorite basketball player. He is. So, and look, to this day, what do you have on your feet? I wear Jordans to everything. Okay, so. I love Jordans. Like, you, 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 you're the person you've always been. Look, I just remember that hurt my fucking feelings. I'm sorry. I'm here to bring it up. I that had to be like 04. So I'm here to bring it up. Everybody know me. Um, we was talking off mic about our high school reunion that you did not attend. No, nah, fuck them people. And I went there to tell everybody, F you. And so I'm telling you, he hurt He hurt me in the ninth grade when I said that. But it was cool. And now I'm laughing because all these people now are wearing like Jordan 1s. And now they're wearing dunks all the time. And I'm like, y'all hated that shoe back in the day. I love that shoe. The I Jordan 1 or the dunks? The dunk. Like, yeah, I know. You I had pairs. Like, <laughs> I know. All the time. You let me know. You was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to get a pair of these. I was like, all right. Because coming from New York, everybody was so sold on the Air Force One. And I'm like, yo, this shit is chunky. Why y'all call them Uptown stuff? Um, I mean, like, we can get into that. But I'm here. <laughs> it was a it was an Uptown thing. If you're from the Bronx, if you're from Harlem, like that was your staple shoe. People in different boroughs wore different shoes. Like, mm. My girl's from Brooklyn, so... Um, her uncle, I was like, yo, I need to give me some forces. He's like, I'm not, I'm not going to walk or be around you if you're wearing uptowns. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Again, that's a, that's a borough specific shoe. Like it was very hot. If you lived in the Bronx, Harlem, like that was that shoe. So you didn't wear forces back in the day? No, I think as a kid, I had mid, I had mid top forces. Like I had the mids. Like, yeah, I liked them. And like, you know, growing up in like in the nineties, you know, we had the NYC on the strap instead of the Nike sign. So that's exactly what I wore. Oh, we didn't get that down here. Mm-hmm. Y'all disrespectful, bro. All right, so you're from New York. Mm-hmm. Um, how long you been in Charlotte? Uh, what are we in, 2022 now? Mm-hmm. Uh, 21 years. Oh, so you basically from Charlotte. It's cool. Pretty much. I've, oh, ad- I've so adopted that. Okay, then. Yeah. Um, so what type of artist are you? You're a photographer or what else? Photographer, graphic designer. That's exactly what I am. All right. What you like to shoot with? Uh, currently, I shoot with a Canon... Uh, Mark D4. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got that camera. That's that camera. That's that camera. Yeah, yeah. That shit heavy as hell. It is. It is. Uh, no, it's not. It's <laughs> it's not. It's the lenses that make that shit heavy. Absolutely. But that was heavy. Because I, when I put my 50 on it, it it's fine. The 2470 yeah. or anything? No. no. Yeah. No, that's the 2470. Yeah. Um, let me tell you what I love about that camera. No colors. I haven't had a camera that the colors are better than that camera. Um... To me, like, the colors just pop more. I don't know if they just turn the saturation up, like, mm-hmm. or if I got mine turned up. 
Um, just the colors just seem so natural and already pretty. It's like you just got to do a little bit enhancing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's the R5, and that camera is off, but I think that has to do with some of the processing, and then you have to just tweak it to where you want to, and it'd be cool. But, yeah, I love that camera. Um, how did you get into photography? I mean, we all take a class in college, you know, just to as a credit. Like, no? Okay, just me. <laughs> I mean, that's I, cool, though. I went to art school, so... And like I took a I took a class and I was just using a point and shoot. Mm, okay. And the shit didn't you know it didn't really stick with me. Mm-hmm. And then you know fast forward, I'm in corporate America, and my coworkers you know she she's just selling shit and she's like yeah I got a camera I'm gonna sell I'm gonna sell it for a hundred dollars and I'm like <laughs> like to to a stranger she's like, yeah <laughs> I'm like Mm-mm. I bring a hundred dollars tomorrow <laughs> and I brought a hundred dollars the next day. Camera was mine. She had a, I want to say like a 2007, 2008 Canon 400D. Mm, okay. Yeah. And that's the first one. Like, that's the first camera I had. And we just took it from there. I asked everybody this. Um, your first shoot you ever did, how much money you made? Zero. Thank you. I, I love when um <clears throat> I ask people that question now and then they lie and be like, oh, yeah, I got paid like $100, $200. I'm like, no, you didn't. No. Like, I don't know how you, I don't know how that was possible, is what I'm trying to get at. I'm like, how? How did you get that money when you've never shot nobody before, and people kind of like, who are you? But that's cool. No, like, uh, just being in the realm that I'm in, I know a lot of music artists, mm-hmm. and most of them are like, they're friends before, you know, they're clients. Mm-hmm. So, one, I'm not going to charge you for some shit I don't even know how to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, that doesn't even make sense to me. So... As they're, you know, in the booth recording or just, you know, chilling in the studio, I'm, you know, shooting away, learning the camera, mm-hmm. you know, just picking up what's good and what's not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite thing to shoot? Um, I like doing, like, my friends tell me, like, yo, you're really good at documenting things. And I'm just like, yo, that's, I do enjoy documenting things, like giving that behind the scenes type of feel. Yeah. People really tell me, like, yo, I want to know more about what happened at this event. Mm. Like I wish I was there with you because the storytelling that you're capturing right now, yeah, I want more of that. Have you ever thought about doing a gallery? Um, a couple of people who have tried to force my hand before I felt like I was ready. <laughs> yes, uh, force my hand. Um, but I, I believe that will come into fruition this year. Okay, mm-hmm. because um, so we'll get into the gallery later at the Life Factory. Um, but I wanted the reason why I'm saying that is because um, I remember. I'm a part of this mentorship program and um, they had a lady from Raleigh who was on there speaking and she was talking about galleries and she was saying she noticed like black artists always look to museums to have a gallery, Mm -hmm. but they don't ever look at the local coffee shop that can't get nobody to come in after like 11 o'clock. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Or the local bar who can't get nobody for the first few hours. And she was like, sometimes you can go in there and say, hey, can I host an art gallery here? Invite my friends, family, whatever people come in. They already got the food or drinks or whatever. You put you put it up there and then you talk to them and saying like, yo, can you hang my stuff later for like the next month? Mm. And I can tell people and send them there. And so the reason why I was just saying that to you, because I'm like, man, I do want us to start thinking of new ways to create galleries because I think it could be super dope. Well, here's the thing about me and people, you know, they hate me for it. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm learning to accept it, but I don't really print my work. Mm. And I've been yelled at about it. Yeah, like, I'm about to cut you, you up, but go ahead. Print, print, print. This <laughs> needs to be out here. And uh, 
I would say, you know, King Carla, um, Carla Aaron Lopez. She pulls me to the side all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to print this, baby. Like, that's how, <laughs> that's how she, like, you, you got you to gotta show the world this. And I'm just like, all right, cool. And being around Black Market, you know, they definitely encourage me mm-hmm. to show more of my work. Yeah. Um, and I'm moving in that direction. Yeah. Um, but as of right now, like, I'm selective about what I print. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sensitive about my shit. Man. <laughs> you got to print your work. <laughs> Let me tell you, I was, um, damn, where was I at? I took a picture of some, some shorty, a shorty we went to high school with. Oh, Ashley. I don't think I... Oh, Ashley, yes. Black Jack. Yes. I know. Sorry, maybe I bleep her. Now I'm bleeping this shit. Beep. Um, so, um, I took a picture of her, and I remember I posted it, and somebody was like, yo, can I buy that? And I was like, well, that's creepy, that's right? That's very much so creepy. Like, what... I actually... What are your intentions with this photo? Exactly. And it, but not to be funny, I had a dude come up to me in the club one time and was like, yo... I pay you to take pictures of her if I can keep the pictures. It could be a regular shoot. And I was like, yeah, bro, I don't think that's going to work, but it's a pleasure to meet you, my guy. And I dapped him up and I kept him moving. Creepy shit. You got to stop dapping up random people. By I, I don't. You see, my hands are in my pocket. And I know you. Like, yeah. <laughs> this nigga said, I know you. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> bro, so it was funny, though, because um, I, anyway, so I had another dude. He told me you got to print it. And then I was talking to one of my boys, and he was like, man, that's a great picture because I... I color graded two different ways. Mm-hmm. He's like, you ever thought about getting your work printed off? And I was like, nah. He's like, you got to start doing that so you can see it. And then I started offering it to clients. Um, and like now, if I do a shoot and I really, really love an image, I will. I put it like in a cart on like whatever print shop I'm using. Mm-hmm. And then once I get to a certain amount, I'm like, all right, let me just push purchase. And so now I got a couple of prints at my house. None of them are framed. So I got to stop being lazy and do that. But like, it's, it's kind of cool to see your work, like the progress. Yeah. Right? And then every year, I'll tell you something else I, I do, and maybe you could do this too. It's like every year I take my favorite pictures and I make a photo album of it. And I just keep it in my crib. And then, bruh, I see my pictures that I took like maybe seven years ago. I have mm-hmm. like a small book of it. Them shits is horrible. Like I'm talking about, I took a random ass picture at Lake Norman, bruh, and this shit was ugly, but it was bomb. Because you got to think, if I put it in a photo album, it's one of my favorite pictures. Yeah. Bro, the shit is ugly. Like, it's ugly. It's disgusting. I can't even stress that shit enough, bro. I was pissed off. But I digress. All right. No, you make, you make a valid point. And get your shit printed. Everything that I have printed, I gift I gifted it back to the subject. Mm-hmm. Like, Loot has photos of him. Uh, people that were in the, uh, the museum shows in 2021. Mm-hmm. I gifted those back to the, you know, the subjects. Because yeah. it's like, yo... Thank you for letting me take a photo of you, but you technically own this photo because it is you. Absolutely. Yeah. That's dope. Get your photo album and get them to sign it. Um, get everybody. Be like, look, here, I need you to, I left a little page back here. I would love for you to leave me a note. Because it's cool to go back. Like some of the people I go back and look at, I'm like, I don't know where they at. Mm-hmm. But it's cool because I'm like, I'm grateful. I love your image so much that I made a book and I, it literally sits on my coffee table with the crib. So, all right. So, for those who don't know, we already said it. I've been knowing this guy since high school. Allegedly, he went to middle school with me. I have no proof of that. So, I don't know hey, if that's even true. I still got my Bradley yearbook, fam. Me too. Shut up. I hate Bradley. Um, so, we got an interesting topic today. All right? And we need to talk about, are you an artist or just a photographer? Let me tell you where I got, where I pulled this from. Okay. Um, 
so I look at so first of all I was telling you off mic that I ran into some people that knew you and I know you as well so it was funny and then I'm looking at some of the work you do with my man's over here and I look at I'm looking at your feet and I really looked at it and I go um I can tell you just not clicking or the things that you do with him and you set up and then things that happen um, with your work I can tell like you said you like to document it's almost like a documenting style right mm-hmm. I can tell you're just not like alright your work like it has a purpose and the reason why that's important because sometimes I run into a lot of photographers and I can tell they just click I remember the time in the days when I used to just click I would show up somewhere and just click um, the mentorship program I'm in my teacher Yo, shout out to him. You know, older black folks, they keep it real with you. He was like, yo, I could tell you went there with no purpose with you shooting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, my guy, it's a nice picture. He was like, I could tell, like, you just didn't care. And I'm like, no, I really care. He was like, well, you had no purpose. And he he looked at my work. He goes, you did a photo shoot with this guy. You took, I think I took like 100 and something pictures, almost close to 200 pictures. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you went there with a purpose, you wouldn't have took that many pictures. Mm. And that shit stuck with me. And it's been sticking with me for like the last six months. And it, it kind of stung a little bit because I'm like, damn, the picture was actually fly. But he's like, nah, you don't take. Anyway, so the point is, I want to kind of talk about, like, how did you get to that point where you was like, I am an artist and not just a photographer? I think I've always, like, toted that line. Like, even mm. as a graphic designer, like, something about, like, when you when you actually step into that, yo, I'm an artist. Yeah. Like, there is no, like, going back from that. Mm. And maybe that's the, like, I've always walked that tightrope of, like, yo, if I veer to the right, I could never go left again. Mm. So I've, I've, I've always played the middle. Like, always played the middle. Yeah. And saying that you're an artist, um, you got to wear that. Okay. And somebody, somebody, like, somebody will always challenge you, like, yo, you're not an artist. I'm like, bullshit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> bullshit. Um, but I feel like there are moments where I, I know the work is art, and then I know the work isn't. Like okay, mm-hmm. what you mean? Like all right. So when do you know those moments? Is it like a time, or is this just like I'm just creating just to create? Or well, I mean, as an artist, I feel like you should always create. This is yeah. you know skill sharpening thing. Okay, um, but it's more so when you like looking back at something, yeah, like reviewing the work. It's just like, mm, like you feel it. Okay, it's more of a feeling for me. Do you, um, when you go there and you are shooting, are you shooting, like, for stories? Like, when I say, are you shooting to tell a story? Or sometimes it's just like, all right, this is what needs to be done. Or this is the client, what they need. And I just need to fulfill these. I need to fulfill it the best way possible. Or do sometimes you look at stuff and say, all right, I have to tell a story? Um, I feel like both. Okay. Both. Like, I'm trying to meet the client's needs. But at the same time, like... I'm also trying to fulfill my purpose. Okay. Do you know what your purpose is? Because you'd be surprised how many people we speak to and they don't know what their purpose is, especially in this realm, this artist realm. Is that... (laughs) I believe that I'm just supposed to tell my story. Mm. And that's when I mean, like, I'm trying to fulfill my purpose is when I'm occupying these spaces, like, this is also me seeing things for the first time. Mm. So you're getting my firsthand encounter in these rooms in these spaces so that's what the work kind of reflects but at the same time it's inviting for other people to like kind of stand in my shoes so they also get that feeling of all right yeah no this 
It feels like I'm here with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you feel um do you feel like photographers can be great if they don't want to be an artist per se? I mean, yeah, but there's a bunch <laughs> of commercial artists out here who just get paid stupidly <laughs> successful, Bruh. but they don't care, you know, they don't give two shits about, well, yes, no, the juxtaposition, they <laughs> don't care about that. <laughs> Let me tell you why that's funny. I'm working, if I'm supposed to say this, um, but, <laughs> and they're hiring a photographer to come take pictures at uh, the other uh, hotel, right? And bruh sends a quote, mind you, it's just landscape pictures. Mm-hmm. Bruh sends a quote, and it's like 19 pictures. And so I'm like, oh, this got to be cheap. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't, excuse me, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Bruh, the quote was like 26 grand. And what? Yes, bruh. And he works like, he he travels the world and shoots hotels. And I was like, my boss, she was like, okay. So, Gavin, you have to understand this is kind of like the going rate. I said, the going rate? For who? And she was like, we got to break. We got to get him down lower. And I just remember sitting there like, I'm charging at this time. I might be charging like $100 a shoot. I'm like, I'm charging $100. My man's coming here to take 19 pictures for like 26 grand. And I, by the time we got done, it was like 13 pictures for like 16 grand or something like that. And I just remember, bro, I told her, I said, when he starts shooting, I want to be here. When he gets done shooting, I will clock out. Like, I don't care what... Because I had to see what he did. And, you know, it was a lot of... um, It was eye-opening, to say the least. The pictures was fucking fire. But what, what did you come to... Like, what was the conclusion that you came to after watching this? It pays me white. Huh? Oh. <laughs> 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 the conclusion I came to is... <laughs> this is the conclusion I came to. If you are an expert in the field, you can name your price. Okay. That's that's what I named. That's what I realized. Like okay. the people who we deem an expert, don't matter what field we look at, if somebody really wants you, you could tell them how much it costs for you to be there. Um was bro prices worth that? I don't know. We paid him. He got paid before he got there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you talking about that, talking about flights. Anything he did in Charlotte that week, because he stayed for like three days. Anything he did in Charlotte, he was paid for. But for me, I'm 21, 22 at this time, and mm-hmm. I'm mind blown because he was like, once I leave y'all, I go to Texas and do the same thing for a hotel. Then I go to, he lived in Cali, his assistant lived in DC, then he was like, I'm gonna take my wife when I go shoot in Hawaii because it's gonna be a family vacation. She don't know it yet, but I'm gonna be working the whole time. And I was just looking at him, I was like, man, how do I get here? He was like, become an assistant. He was like, but just know you like, your family life is gonna, it's gonna be rough. Mm. And it was kind of scary, but so anyway, I don't know how we have squirrel moments on this podcast where we just go off key. And no, this is pretty much on key. Like, yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, you do have some people who say I don't care about lighting certain things. This guy did, but it was mind blowing. But yeah, you do have some people. Um, what I call them is they just want to. They're just business photographers. Mm-hmm. That's an easier word. It's very commercial. Like it serves a purpose for mm-hmm. corporate structure. Keep but, talking. I'm about to just fix these cameras. No. Um, <laughs> Like, honestly, talk, tell me, how, like, at what point do you feel like you become the expert? I don't know. You answer. I mean, you keep going. As a rookie, Kobe came in at 96. I would say he was an expert. Um, After? I look at it like this. You are an expert. <laughs> That's funny. 
because I was going to tell you this off air, but since we're here. No, um, save it for the cast. I love it when people um, feel like they want to educate people and they've been doing something for like six months. Mm. And mine blows me. Um, I see a lot of that in photography. And it's kind of scary because I'm like, damn. Because sometimes they have bomb ideas, right? Like, all right, cool. I'm going to start educating people. I'm going to help assist. And I'm like, damn, you haven't been doing this forever. So I think when you become an expert, I think, who knows? You know what I'm saying? But it, it is one of those things where you keep talking. Sometimes people just talk stuff into existence. And mm. next, you know, people that start following you will be like, all right, I do want to dive in deeper to see what's up. Can you help? Um, now, and the next thing you know, you are an expert. I mean, who knows? You know what I'm saying? But And I only say that because, like, I'm, like, self-taught. Like Me too. And, you know, shout out to my peer group around Charlotte. Um, shout them out. Bruh. Uh, we can. There's a list. Uh, I'm here for it, man. You got we Terry, here. You got Terry Suave. You got Sorry, first time. Uh, he got, gonna be mad that his gunshots was low. My bad, bro. <laughs> Go ahead. You got Cordrell. Oh, I know him. He and my um. Yeah. Yo, funniest shit. You know he can cook. Yes, Bruh. Very much so. Oh, you know him too. Yeah, Cordrell is the homie. I don't even know somebody off off my. Let me tell you about him. Hold on, one second. <laughs> he hit me up. He was, um, first of all, I thought him and another dude in our class was like the same dude. And they like two different sizes, two different heights. So it was fucked up. But he don't know that yet. So if he listens to this part, he's going to realize that. But that's, sorry, bro. I thought you was dreaming for a minute. Um, but the point is, we go to another girl's crib and he cooking. And oh, I saw that, bro. Y'all y'all was having a whole damn fiesta at Sharif's crib, bro. Like, you know, how t- who don't you know? I mean... Just because I don't be outside don't mean I don't be outside, bro. I ain't about who they know, bro. I was just weak because I was like, bro was in class. He was like, yo, I cook. I throw down. We, I'm like, man, whatever, man. Whatever. And he really does cook. Bro, busted open like a pomegranate and like slammed it all <laughs> on the, the <laughs> salmon and shit. I was like, what the hey, fuck? Yo. He go, my ass, my ass the only person who brought champagne. Because I'm like, I don't cook. I ain't cooking shit. No, nah, he, he he definitely cooks from scratch. Like yeah, the way he shoots is the way he cooks. It's it's very passionate, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he hit me up in our class on Zoom, and I was like, "Bro, is this public? What you doing right quick?" Because he was in the chat. Because I ain't use Zoom. I ain't never had to use Zoom a day in my life. He's like, "Bro, it's me." I'm like, "Nah, I don't know." Like, can everybody see this? He's like, "Bro, what's wrong with you?" But yeah, sorry, bro. We still um we still gonna shoot. But go ahead, shout out your crew. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, there's a lot. We have Will, Simplistic. Well, no, he doesn't. Just Sir Will. Sir Will from Black Market. Black Market. Yeah. Shout out to Will. He just won a uh, photographer of the year from QC, man. Sure did. Um, then we got Hanin. Um, yeah. yeah. Hanin is another multifaceted creative right. um, painter. I doesn't even know everybody. Bruh, I'm a creative at heart, so I usually be with the creative kids. Like That's why he don't hang with me no more, bruh. Gavin, you don't even be outside, bro. You be at the club or you be at home taking care of your family. Like Yes, I'm I'm always at home now. Mm-hmm. Um I used to be out and about because I realized if you take pictures of the bottle girls, you can skip any line in Charlotte. Do we know that? Uh I'm not like I'm going out there. Yeah, now yeah. COVID is out there and they yeah, is no. not playing with it. Mm-hmm. So uh that's interesting. Hold on. So um how often do you show your work to your peer group? Like do they see it first before it gets pushed out or what? Certain people do. Because um, in the mentorship program, they was talking to us about that. Like, who do you show your work to? And I was thinking, I was like, damn, my wife see it, but she say everything look good unless it's like ass. And then she just lets me know, like, yo, this is trash. That's the other thing I was telling y'all. Like, remember I told you she'd be encouraging? Mm-hmm. They be lying to me. We know we're lying, but that's all I'm saying. No, I mean, 
They behind. Um, they set you up. A lot of us work in the same kind of spaces, like Dorema and I. You know, you know him too. Yeah, that's first kind. Yeah, this nigga know everybody in my class. He is funny. Yeah, I was supposed to be. In he cooked too. I know he vegan. He be he vegan. That shit was good as hell. The motherfucker be chefing. Yeah, I was there. I was watching. I was drinking henny. <laughs> what? Bruh, I run champagne. Somebody had Henny, and then they had Casamigos, but I don't drink the, the girls' drinks. You know what I'm saying? The shorties love... You like that? My bad. No, I'm not a tequila oh. drinker, but if it's there... The shorties ain't, love that Ain't shit. nothing there. Yeah, I'm good. We'll visit. You know? Don't drink with the bottle girls. They get you fucked up, too. Mm-mm. But I know a lot of people from, you know, your class and the Damn. life factory. Well, it's only like two more people. It's only Jessica. I know her, too. So you know my whole class. Damn, yeah, pretty much. You should speak on behalf of our class since you know everybody. I should like dead ass. I shouldn't. Oh damn, you don't like somebody in the class. That's no, cool. that's I no, that's cool. <laughs> it's cool, bro. I like all of y'all. Thank y'all, you. Y'all are very talented people. Um Thank you. I don't know why I'm there, but first of all, what do you mean you don't know why you're there? Because all of them are, they shoot from an artist's perspective, so to speak. Okay. Oh, we got one more person. I think it's Phil. You didn't mention he's I not from here. I don't know him. Yeah, he's from uh not to say like that, bro, but yeah, I haven't know. met you yet, but I, I will be at the exhibit. Uh yeah. The gallery show. I need it. I, I would hope so. Me yeah. too. But everybody shoot from like an artistic, like and I shoot clients. And that's what my teacher said. Bro, you don't know what it's like to have somebody look at your work. They'd be like. And he was like an older black guy. He reminded me of my granddad. So I was like, fuck. Disappointed. So it was cool. <laughs> with with you with you being the one who does like most of the commercial work. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying that as a bad guy, but <laughs> like you do maternity shoots. You yeah. Shoot models. Uh, I hate them. Models. Oh, uh, well, so you hate mothers? Nah. <laughs> Come on, bro. Fuck, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> Should have had headphones, bro. You can't even hear the sound, bro. Um, what? Do you feel like uh like you're an outlier in your in your group? Nah, um, no, I don't. I I guess because I didn't know nobody there besides Cordero before we got started. Mm-hmm. Um, I had seen him before because Carrie is over. You know, he's a part of the Life Factory. Love Carrie. Carrie is so, a, a huge influence on me as well. In in um. So I had seen that, and so I was like, and then I had seen his work before. So I was like, all right. And so then, you know, all of us are cool because we don't really, I think some of them knew each other. And um, first of all, I was just stressed out because I think my baby came like the next week. Oh. So when we first met, I'm like, my mind is elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, you I told y'all what home life is like. You better be a dad. Yeah, so I was like stressed the fuck out. So, but anyway, when I was there, um, I didn't feel like it. As we kept going, because we've been presenting our work, sometimes I do, but sometimes I'm like, you need, um, now that we're almost done with this whole mentorship program, mm-hmm. I understand why everybody is there, if that makes sense. Just because I pay attention, I see what everybody brings to the table. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, one thing I hope when all this shit is done, I hope all of us get together and we like, yo, let's keep this shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, not us, but maybe, um, and I want to present it to the life factors, like, yo, maybe we should be able to say like, hey, can we nominate somebody for the next thing? Not saying that y'all should pick them, but can we like make sure that, hey, can I say, yo, we want Marcus here or like this is somebody y'all should look into, even though we all had to apply for it and mm-hmm. we were selected. Um, yeah, I applied. I definitely applied. And it's and it's cool because it's like, um, I didn't know what was going on when I applied. 
like me, I was just like, yo, I'm gonna apply because I put it in uh, my photo group on Facebook, and I mm-hmm. I felt like I'd be a hypocrite if I were like didn't apply myself. But like I said, I knew I was having a kid, but once I got in there, I was like, yo, I'm glad they did select me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of things that we talk about, and and it ain't really like class. It's kind of like we hanging out, chopping it up, talking, and then we go our separate ways. We shoot, we come back to the table, and like you know, like like that dinner. Who was that? That shit was cool. It was like mad cool because I didn't talk. To, I don't talk to nobody, bro. I talk enough on here. I keep it moving in my life. What you mean, bro? You're a very personable person, Gavin. Well, like, you've been knowing me since I was like 11. So right. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't count. But you, the girl Jessica, mm-hmm. she she was on. She was like three episodes ago, and she was like, "Yeah, you was very cold in class." I was like, "Yeah," because it was cold in here. And then I was like, "Yo, what is going on?" <laughs> and you know, I got my wife like, "Yo." He get an eviction notice soon. Like, this baby got to get up out of me. Like, I'm over this shit. But it was mad cool. Um, I don't know. Where the fuck are we at in this podcast? I was just more so talking about your peer group. I asked you, <laughs> did you feel like an outlier because of the, the work that you do? Yeah, probably so. Sometimes. Okay. But it's cool. It's it's fun, though. Um, I am glad I did it. And it is one of those things where I realized the importance of a peer group. Mm-hmm. Which is why I was asking you, like, mm-hmm. do you feel like that? Because, um... Now, I, I remember I sent my first set to Jamar. And Jamar was like, yeah, man, this is cool. But. And that was it. There was no but. Well, I know. I know. I've been knowing Jamar since y'all know Jamar. Yeah. So I know when he says it's cool what that means. Yeah. So I had to be like, come on, bro, stop playing. And then there was a paragraph out there. I didn't realize he was writing a whole paragraph. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then the motherfucker went in on my ass. And I, I was mean, like, right. you, you open yourself up to criticism. like, And it was for the better. Because Jamar said exactly what my t- teacher ended up saying. But I'm like, Oz oh, Jamar, he might not know. And this, this nigga was telling the truth on everything. <laughs> so, but it's cool. You no. know what I'm saying? So you do need peer groups. You do need people that's going to keep it real with you. And it also makes you realize, like, um, when we was in class, the teacher was telling us to show our work. And uh, he's like, you can't say nothing. What you mean you can't say nothing? Like, it, unless somebody say, hey, why did you do something? Oh, there's no like. So you couldn't speak up for your work. You just had to let it. You So you come in, you say, hey, this is the work. This is what I'm shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you kind of just said like, uh, like for me, everybody know, I think, or y'all might not know. I'm shooting people with albinism. So I was explaining like where I was shooting at, what happened before. And I kind of just let the work be there. And then people was able to say, yo, man, this shit is trash. And. They didn't say that, but you know what I'm saying. They was saying able, like, but they was able to say like, yo, um, I understand what you was going for. This might have been a better way to do it. Okay. Or I understood. I I wish I would have been able to see this. Or um, your aperture is too low. Like I can't even see what's going on. But like whatever. And it was cool to be able to hear and listen to and say, cool. Gotcha. And I was able to like literally. It took a minute because I ain't never have that have that happen. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, all right. And I really realized like. I think it's going to help me with now my commercial work, so to speak. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Which I think is dope. That's why um, I think it's cool having somebody like you who's here, who's actually an artist. Because I do look at your stuff. Mind you, I think I even said this like four episodes ago. I was like, the only person I ever knew who said they wanted to be an artist, like actually somebody who draws, who... Because you was talking about cartoons back then. Yeah. You, <laughs> you told me you wanted to have cartoons in the newspaper. I, I failed miserably at being a cartoonist. Uh, <laughs> when you told me that, I was like, I ain't never heard nobody say that. That's kind of cool. Because I'm like, I do look at the cartoons in the newspaper. Yeah, comic book artists, like, comic strip artists are fired. Like, 
And what you mean you failed? I, I failed at it because I didn't I didn't go that route. I didn't go that route. Is it really failing though? No, I just went in a different artistic path. Like, is that you, what you wanted to be when you when you growing up, so to speak, an artist? In a way, yeah. Like, I didn't. I'm not good at sports. Like, I just didn't gravitate towards it. <laughs> like, fuck science. Like, not scared. not in the way of like you know cures and shit. Mean, but you don't believe in COVID? It's cool, bro. I, I definitely believe in COVID. I got the hospital bill to pay that shit. Like, bro, it's real. Um. Thank y'all. It's real. It's definitely real. Um, I'm not a mathematician. Okay. Um, art was the only subject that really stuck with me. And mm. art was more so a self-expression. So how can somebody tell you, like, yeah, you can't express yourself in this way? That's true. Like, so when you look at comic book art, like, I remember I took a summer course in my junior year um, a high school. I went to SCAD. Okay. And they actually had like a, a comic a comic program down there. Like Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm finna do this shit. And when I got down there, I just realized like, yo, first of all, I do not have the technical drawing <laughs> skills to become an artist, bro. Like I'm literally like in a class with people from all over the country and I'm just like, damn, y'all can draw. Like y'all can <laughs> y'all can really draw like like meanwhile I can't even cast a shadow correctly and I'm just like Mm-mm. I tried it it wasn't like I didn't wind up going that route like I can still like draw in a sense yeah but not for the purpose of being a comic strip artist mm. I wanted to be a therapist that shit feel what do you mean this is therapy in a way yeah but I thought I was about to be like a couples therapy type bullshit you know what I'm saying have 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 my homeboy and his girl there and I'm just listening to them and then I break the shit down and send them on their way you know what I'm saying? I did uh, one semester of that in school, and uh, the teacher told me to find another major. Deadass. Wow. Shout out to UNCC. I am looking for an intern from UNCC. I will be posting that soon. Y'all see. But uh, yeah, it was. But he was real. He kept it real. Okay. I was failing the class. It was an intro class. You can't fail the intro class and think you about to become a doctor and this shit. I mean, you could, but not all of us is fucking well, Steve Harvey. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think you was a credible doctor if you failing shit. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm good for it, man. I'm good for it. All right, we got a couple. We got a question. This is the part of the podcast where y'all ask the questions, and because we have a guest, Marcus or Mark Prosper, as he likes to go by. Or you can what, just call me Mark. That's cool too. What a C. What a C. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. You ready for these questions? For sure. Stephanie wants to know any tips on being a better photographer in 2022. Don't lie to her. Any tips on being Don't lie to her. Keep it real. See what happened. Come on, man. She need a tip. Stephanie, just keep doing you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's like, that's an open-ended, <laughs> that's an open-ended like question. Like, I don't, what are you trying to get better at? Like, Mm. Find a goal that you're trying to actually get better at and then, you know, practice, keep going and you'll see improvements in that area that you're trying to get better at. Yeah. Um, Stephanie, if I was you, I would say uh, I would actually just steal what he just said. Practice. Um, practice and educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people run from. All right. I'll give you a cheat code. What I did when I was uh, starting out, um, I booked a photographer. I booked a photographer to take pictures of me for my business. Mm-hmm. 
And in that process, I was able to learn how he conducted business. Mm. And I saw everything I didn't have in my own business. Mm. And um, I'm talking about from the contract I had to sign to the consultation that I was not doing. Um, I didn't even have a contract. I didn't have no consultation. Um, I didn't have no payment plan. You kind of just paid me after you got your pictures. And I was, it's, it sucks when you're hunting people down for your money. Right. Oh, for sure. So, <laughs> like, I was doing that. And then I actually saw how they shoot. One, like, the, the greatest gift was being there and seeing how they shoot. What they was telling me to do. How they was telling me to act. How they was telling me to move. And I was like, damn, this is super dope. I like this. And then, um, still to this day, um, shout out to Designs by JK. I remember I was uh, using his photography studio and I... Mm-hmm. using it and I was dipping and bruh came to me he said y'all uh, can I give you some advice and I was like yeah he was like your shoots are taking too long mm. he's like I appreciate your money he said um, cause you're renting a studio from me mm-hmm. he said but in a two hour session you could probably be doing two shoots and you can make way more money than what you do now versus having one person and they in there he was like two outfits you should get them done in 45 minutes Mm. And I just remember sitting there and then I, you know, then it, I made it my business to go over there and talk to them. Because sometimes when you sit there and you try to get educated by other photographers, they give you so much knowledge. Mm-hmm. And some people just want to know that you ain't an asshole or you're, you know, if you make it clear what your intentions is, some people be willing just to say like, all right, I'm, I'll, I'll rock with that. Yeah. So, shout, um, but yeah, Stephanie, I'll tell you that. All right. Shout out to Doug. Shit, I learned something. I told you, man, I'm a cool person, man. <laughs> I'm trying. My goal for this year is to be nice. Nigga said I was mean last year, so I've been working on that. Go ahead. See, he was about to say something, bro. I can't stand this nigga, bro. Um, what is your worst nightmare as a creative? Oh, come on. My worst from uh, Dougie. Well, Doug, uh, <laughs> Douglas, uh, from being formal. My worst nightmare as a creative. Um, someone else getting the credit for my work. Hmm. That's that's horrible, especially when you know you've shot something that's super recognizable. Okay. And you don't get the credit for it. Like True. they just give it to somebody else. Like not even on accident, they just give it to somebody else. Yeah. That's probably a nightmare of mine. Cause I didn't bust my ass to do this. Yeah. To get to this point. And I you know, I finally got that one golden moment and it says created this, by Gavin Bowyer. <laughs> crushed. Gavin, I, I know where you reside, but so we can handle that <laughs> off camera. <laughs> Look, I'm scared of not gonna do it. I'm scared of shooting something super important and then just losing the files. Mm, I've been there before. Yeah, I haven't had it happen yet, bro. But I'm only time I ever had a um a lost file scare, it was for a podcast and the dude showed up on time. I was late. Um, it wasn't here because now I have a mixer. I understand how shit works, right? And so, bro, I shoot this podcast and do leads, and it was a fire ass podcast. We was arguing, so it was like perfect, right? It was like debating. Mm-hmm. And so he leave, and my computer just says, "Done." Mm. Now I remember I hit bro up, and I was like, "Yo, we got a little accident." And he said, "God, dog, on camera." And he was talking shit too. And he's like, bro, I'll come back tomorrow. I'm like, we're not going to get what we just had. And I just Googled and I found the file. Um, and it was like the raw, raw file of it, which was fine for me because it worked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, But yeah, and I've I seen people who shoot weddings and they lose that. Um, and I'm just scared, bro. Like, I'm scared. What's funny? No, like, I, people be laughing, bro. I've definitely been there before. Like, <laughs> we were shooting uh, De Niro Ferrara's music video with Trinidad James. And. 
I think I just I, I deleted a whole memory card. <laughs> a whole memory card. And like I fucking my heart sank to my feet, bruh. And like you, I turned to Google. Shout out to Google. Yep. And I actually found a program. Yeah, it's like a recovery program. Yeah. Got. And I, you know, I spent the ninety dollars because I'm Damn. like, yo. You should hit me up, bro. I got you. I didn't know any better, but you know, I got the program and I was able to retrieve all of these files. Like, I was like, oh my god, these are the photos I actually needed because De Niro saw them and he was like, I need these, I need these. <laughs> and I'm like, how can I tell this man? I just deleted all the photos he just asked for. Like. See, but, look at you. But we, we were able to, you know. Portrait of Jack James, mm-hmm. man. What you mean, portrait of Jack James? Because when he shitted on New York, man, they like froze him out of music, bro. Hey. And I like what, this song, what, what, what does Gerard Carmichael say? When God closes a door, he opens a window. Yeah. Did he say that? Yeah. You sure? Positive. We got to Google that. Somebody Google that for us and please let us know, man. Right. Like, Trinidad James might have gotten frozen out of music, but as far as, like, culture goes? Yeah, I understand that. But it was just like, he was on, like, uh, he was doing well. He had the remix came out and he had to say something about New York. And in New York, sorry, I know you're from New York. Y'all take everything personal. Um, I stopped taking things personal, especially about New York. If you ask New Yorkers, they'd be like, you're not a New Yorker. Like, technically, you're right. Look. Y'all take everything personal. It's cool. Like my when I see my in laws, they take everything personal. Wait, where are they from? Brooklyn. Oh well, very personal. They're different. Yeah, you call them Puerto Ricans different. They are different. That's cool. I mean, never mind. <laughs> I love, shout out to my Latin peoples. You know, that's all you got for them. That's all. You I got, got a lot of undertone shit that you've been saying today. I mean, it's about our class. Somebody you don't like in our class. I'm do research and figure out. I'm gonna ask everybody in class. First of all, mm-hmm. I, I don't Tomorrow. have I don't have smoke with anybody in your class. It's probably bro. Jessica. I, I love Jessica. Her work is fine, nigga. She was just like I just saw her shoot some shit live in my career, bro. Like, Liar, bro. you should see her. What's she doing for this project? I I, I know what she's doing. For it's fire. I am mad though because I asked her. I was like, you couldn't shoot me. Did you ask her? Nah, I didn't, but that's not the point. I told her. She was like, ah. I mean, for her subject, man, that would have been great. I was like, you ain't got nobody that look like me. She was like, you right. That's true. See? Niggas don't look out for me, bro. All right, last question. It's from Greg. Do you know Greg? Nah, I don't know Greg. Which Greg is this? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Greg. Hey, man. What's up, Gregory? Hey, how do you stand out in a saturated market? Is your market saturated? Do you feel like that? Being a photographer these days is definitely very saturated. Oh, yeah. As long as you got a phone, you're a photographer, mm-hmm. but... You said it, I did it. Um, how do I stand out? Uh, I've been doing what I've been doing with no hesitation for mm. my part. Um, shoot is gonna shoot. People gravitate towards me naturally. Um, not once have I actually, you know, asked people to, you know, say the nice things that they have. They just keep coming back. True. Sure. So the work will, yeah, shit, bro. <laughs> the work will stand, like, it, it will stand oh, up yeah, for shit, itself, bro. <laughs> this nigga getting hit, gunshots. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then, you know what I always realize is um, if you're yourself, that's the other thing that girl, um, shout out to Lala, that she told me, she was like, if you are yourself, mm-hmm. shit always works. You don't never feel bad about being yourself. And I realized that about me. I had to realize that more than, and that's kind of what you're saying. Like, as long as you're yourself, this shit will work. Yeah. And so that's super dope. Yeah. Um, all right. We got some photography topics. Before we do that. We have an art gallery. Hand claps to the mentorship program that Mark has beef with somebody in. This man gave a silent clap. No beef. Fight him, bro. No beef. Bro, I don't know who he don't like. It might be Cordell. 
First of all, I'm butchering his name. I know. No, that's that's actually Cordero. Okay, well here's a joke. Never mind, I'll tell you that off. I'll teach you to listen. No, it's actually too good to say. In our last class, our teacher said his name wrong, and he was like, "Yo," <laughs> he said, "Yo," and so all right, here's the here's the bigger joke. Bruh never gets sent the Zoom link ever. For our whole class for six months, he never gets sent sent the link. So somebody always had to forward it to him. So every time in class he goes, never got the link. Like, y'all don't have my email. What's up? And so me and Jessica be weak in class. Like I be falling over and I'm like, yo, this is the funniest fucking class. Mind you, I don't know nobody, right? I just met them pretty much at the dinner, even though I've been knowing them months before. And so I was talking shit at the dinner, because now I'm I'm sauced up Henny. Henny and champagne, don't mix them too. Hey man, you be hurt. You'll be your best self at those moments. And so I'm laughing at him about the thing. So anyway, last class he was like, "Yo, you said my name wrong," and the teacher fucking lost it. He's an older guy, and he has something going on, and he the teacher lost it. He's like, "I'm sorry, it's not on purpose." Blah blah blah, and then the whole class was just like, <laughs> it was pins and needles on that shit. And I just remember, I got to text him about that shit. Like, yo, bro, you plan on pissing off the teacher next week. But our teacher, shout out to Titus, he's mad cool. No, but, like, you got to understand, like, like, I know Cordero. Like, he's a personal friend of mine. And even, like, when I'm around him with Luke, I love Luke. That's my brother, but he fucks Cordero's. He calls him Quadrell. Like, as, as in four. Quadrell. How you get mad for fucking a nigga name up, bro? Like, I don't get it. And that's Luke in the background, so he can tell you, bro. He go off on fucking a nigga name up. (laughs) Bro, he said, the teacher said, the teacher was like, I have, I might lose this part, but it's cool. What mark is this? 55. And none of the class knew, so he snapped in my knees. And the whole class was just like, Fuck. And I think Cordrell was like, if I would have known we would be here, I wouldn't have took us there. Gotcha. But it was fucking classic, man. Um, yeah. If y'all heard that bleep, don't worry about it. Um. So, oh, back to the gallery. That hand class for the gallery, man. He should have had headphones, bro. Um. We have a photo gallery. It's called Black Gaze. It's Glaze, gaze, gaze. G A Z E. Okay. I'm like, yo, hmm? oh, man. I didn't know where the subject matter was going, but that's cool to explore too. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I'm from Charlotte, okay? So sometimes <laughs> my accent, I fuck stuff up. It's black, G A Z E. Black gaze, as in staring. There we go. Okay. So, yes, that's what we're shooting. Um, that's the name of it. Um, it's going to be at the Light Factory January 13th. And then on the 17th, we will be having a conversation piece, which is super dope. I'm super excited. Um, shout out to everybody in my class, whether it's Phil, Jessica, um, Cordrell, Doremian. Doreen, excuse me. And um, Sharice. Sorry. I saw her name and she is hilarious. Her home is super nice. I've not got an invitation personally, but um, I, I, we definitely have. She's she's all right in my book, man. Um, Style for days. That's who he don't like in our class, but I can tell, bro. What? I'm playing. I'm talking shit. Um, <laughs> if you go to her crib, you would want to have a photo shoot there. Just to let you know, dead ass. I know it's um, that you know mid century modern vibe. 
Absolutely. It's beautiful. Um, I, Shout out to our whole class. Um, I can't tell y'all what they shooting. I know what I'm shooting. What um, you shooting? Huh? Oh, yeah, you People with albinism. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be super dope. Um, and just to give everybody a heads up, it will not be... I will not be objectifying anybody with albinism. So you ain't going to see them, you know, super, super pale with milk on their face and bullshit like that. What Sorry. I done seen some weird shit. Um, Who so, would do that? Uh, I'm a white folk. Huh? Hello? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. yeah what you hear? Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. I ain't yeah. know if they heard. No. Did you hear? He didn't hear. Thank you. See? Nobody heard. No. Um, The point is, um, it's going to be super dope. I'm super excited. Check the Light Factory on Instagram. Uh, this is no way sponsored by them because I say a lot of ignorant shit. But I do plan on having a class on the podcast. Oh, no. The views expressed in this podcast today is only by Gavin Boware, not at the White Factory. Got to put that disclaimer out there. Absolutely. Or Marcus, because if he does something in his life and he's like, yo, yo, I don't know that guy. That's actually not me, then he got the ability here. Mm, yeah, for legal purposes, yes. Absolutely. We'll go with that. Um, okay. So <laughs> if y'all heard the off the mic topics as we ran through high school, we need. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to the fifteen year reunion? I'm there. <laughs> I'm there this time. I'll make sure I'm cutting everything off to be here, bro. I got some people I want to see. Bro was in Europe and said, "Fuck." He was. He was. Bro, I was actually kind of tight. Like, I told you we was going, Mark. Why didn't you come? <laughs> I mean, I didn't give a shit about high school while I was in there. So what was wrong with Hopewell? They Everything. shooting up there now. They got. Yeah, they, no, I, I heard, <laughs> that, heard that, that high school is kind of like my high school from Lean on Me. Um, All right, bro, let me fix. Now nah, I was going out. Well, I was going to laugh, but I was going to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting that out. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'll probably go to this next one, seeing that I missed the last one. And the next one to be. What fuck with Gregory? Seven, so 17, 27. Oh, we'd be way more successful there. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be in there talking shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to book you to shoot their children. I'm not. Oh. Mm. Nah. If you, I tell everybody this. If you used to be rude and mean to me in high school, because I know everybody. Mm-hmm. I remember everybody to talk shit. Um, I'm overcharging you. Oh, I didn't say you shouldn't. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm, look. Hopewell was cool for me. I, I left in the 10th grade after the 10th grade because my mom said... Can we talk about your exit too? Because I remember it like yesterday. what I do? All right. So, I had art class with Gavin, right? Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, it was one of those moments you'll never forget because it felt like some shit out of a movie. <laughs> on, in a skit movie. And I remember Gavin had brought his laptop to school because... You know, Gavin yeah. had his laptop with him. And, I had a laptop. Shout out to Dale. And, you know, everybody's supposed to be working on shit, you know. Like but he, you know, Gavin wanted to listen to music and work on shit. Yeah. And the teacher just was, she wasn't, she was having an off day. Yeah. And Gavin kept, you know, pushing her buttons. Yeah. And she hated I, me, bro. I never forget it. I'm a Hustler came out by Cassidy. I love that song, bro. And I tell you what, like, <laughs> that was my shit. This motherfucker here, <laughs> speakers on loud as possible. I love that song. She kicks him out the class yeah. as he's packing up, presses play from the top of the song, and all you hear is, nigga, ask about me, nigga, ask about <laughs> me. And that Omarion dance, Gavin did that shit first. 
Look, that, that <laughs> dude was like, mm, I like he was out. Let me tell you, he ran out of he ran out of the classroom, ran down the hall. I don't even know if they caught him. He just dipped. Only thing I remember is uh, that our teacher hated me, mm-hmm. clearly. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being at Hopewell. Like I always got my my grades was always cool. Like it was good. I never like I wasn't a bad kid, but it was just like I was caught in that space where I was trying to like be cool, and it was a rough time. And then I was like getting picked on every fucking day, and I'm like dealing with that, dealing with these dirty birds out here who looking rough right now. I want to let y'all know that right now. Um, y'all looking bad out here. I want to let y'all know and stop commenting and tell me my baby is cute. I know. <laughs> Worry about yours. That's not the point. Yo. <laughs> and a lot of this was said at the reunion. I was a nice guy at the reunion. You know what I'm saying? But the point is, um, I just remember my mom, um, I had an English teacher named Mr. Bass. And I remember my mom was like, yo, he told my mom something about like, yo, there was a program and they was looking for young black boys. And I didn't give him Gavin's name because he played too much. And I, my mom was like, you're never coming back to this school. And I thought she was mm. lying. And my mom put me in a private Christian school <laughs> in, in Morrisville. So I ain't seen nobody. Mm. Only I seen I Jamar a couple times after that. I seen Teak a couple times after that. But it's funny though, because I, I went to your graduation dinner. Yeah. At, w- at Wild Wing Cafe? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Because I had to invite some people. I'm like, who else do I still know from Hopewell? Mm-hmm. And it was, but you know what? It was cool. Like, now I look back and I'm like, I'm glad I went through that because, like, now I know how to talk to people, deal with people, and you know how to adjust to stuff. Mm-hmm. But I still, I am coming to Hopewell's 20th year and uh, whatever, and I'm talking shit still. You should. Because then I'm going to really have money. <laughs> I'm gonna talk shit. Or I'm gonna at least look the part. But I'm coming in there to talk shit. And I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna make sure I have a haircut. If I still have hair, I doubt it though. But you know, talk I still your, have my beard. Talk your shit, fam. Oh, I will. You'll see. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm gonna make sure you there. We'll make sure you there. He's definitely gonna he, be there. He's he's gonna be there. He was on some social network site. It was like, yo, I'm on tour. I really wanna be there. And I was like, I already know why this nigga wanna be there. <laughs> my man making music, everything. And then I ain't see you. You know what, man? Whatever, man. You wasn't there, man. Um, I would tell y'all that Sony um is coming out with a camera, but who cares? Um, I would tell y'all that uh, but they can't make the camera because it's not enough computer chips. But that's with everything. That's why y'all ain't got PS fives. That's why we ain't got no cars. Mm. Shout out to my PS five that collects dust at the crib. Um, why? You got no games for it? But... Yeah, bro. I got a kid, bro. <laughs> it's no time. I thought it plays one backwards games too. Yeah, but I ain't got no time to play it. That's the only reason why it's collecting dust. I got I got game. I got Spider-Man, Indy, 2K, I was gonna say the full name. And I got a Watch Dogs, which is trash, but it's okay. cool. You know, I say I got some lame games, but it's cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't played it three times. It's cool. You know, no chips. And then uh Canon's coming out with a new camera, but who cares? It's gonna be four grand. I ain't buying that shit just because it took too long for me to get the last one. So I mean traded both of those? No, nah, I need a third camera now so I can handle like different angles and shit. All right, so what's your best camera? The R5. All right, so are you going to go up or down? Like, which one is going to be your mid, your top? And like your this is going to be the top. That's going to be the mid. I probably just want like a Canon R, like a cheaper camera, because I'm only going to use it in here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You going to buy me one? Thank you, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate that, man. Hey, man. That's Dr. Umar. <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Umar, man. I don't know why black women haven't canceled him yet, but whatever, man. It's It's cool. I'm going to let that rock. Um, all right, before we get out of here, where you want to start at? Do you want to start at albums? Do you want to start with A.B. or do you want to start with Lamar Odom? Uh, Come on. start with A.B. since that's, like, freshly new. Like. Do he have mental health problems? 
More than likely he does. After being, you know, displayed in the media as he was, you know, not a lot of people can, you know, fight a case like that and still walk around feeling, un, you know, unscathed. But football players do get hit, and more than likely his mental ain't right. So, do you feel bad for him? That's the bigger question. No. Why? Why should I feel bad for somebody that makes millions of dollars? Like okay. his, 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 like if he, you know, went through those financial liter- literacy courses that they have installed in, you know, the NFL, mm. managing his money, you know, he should be set for the rest of his life. Um, I don't feel bad for AB for a couple of reasons. Uh, he don't pay nobody. Um, and everywhere he goes, he burns the bridge when he leaves. Mm. And so it's hard for me to believe they're lying on you when every time you leave somewhere, you shitting on everybody on your way out. Like when you tell your boss, like the owner of the team, like, you cussing him out and talking about his assault, uh, his case from a massage parlor that just disappeared. Mm-hmm. My man, Kraft went and got a rub and tug and nobody talks about it because the charges was dropped. If I'm a billionaire, I should be able to get some shit deleted. You, you should definitely be able to get that done. Y'all saw Drake was out with Jeff Bezos and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio to celebrate New Year's Eve? Wait, is that the one where, like... I, is that the outfit that Jeff Bezos was wearing? Like some very nice silk shirt? I think so. Yo, I don't like that. Like Jeff Bezos, bro, humble yourself again, fam. You out here looking like a real dick. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> But the thing is, I want to know was Jeff Bezos' girl there because you remember when she saw like Leonardo and she was like about oh, to fell yeah, into Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's replaceable at this point, fam. You could buy any woman you want. Yeah. He can buy anybody. Anybody. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, is like, never mind. That's inappropriate. <laughs> But back to AB. Um, do I feel like he has mental issues? Yes. Do yeah, I like did. the way that he just, you know, quit? It? Yes, I do. Because <laughs> not a lot of people have the courage enough to, like, mom, yo, it's literally still playing time left in the game. Yeah, it was you the take, second quarter, bro. That's wild to me. My man. <clears throat> and not everybody has that fight or flight in them. He said, fuck it. Like, literally. He took off his shirt. I don't man. have to be here, fam. Like, I'm rich. Yeah, I'm out. And I'm out. Like, y'all can take this team jet home. I'll just get me another jet. What's funny is um, a security guard said that AB asked him to call a ride for him to get to the airport. And the dude was like, that's not my job. (laughs) Which is funny to me because that sounds on brand for AB to be like, yo, can you get me a ride? And it's like, bro, who are you? Like, I know who you are, but that, that ain't what I do. Wait. Even rich, like, I thought rich people use, like, Uber, but, no? I don't know, I ain't rich. Oh. Mm. You know rich people? No? I know you. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Mark got all the money. If you need anything, he's willing to donate, help your cause, to start your business, um, whatever your business may be. If you want to do lashes, if you want to, you know, do makeup, because yes. you just started it, that's please hit pro- my man that, That's propaganda that will not live in 2022, my man. Wow, what's wrong with that? Because it's You're- not true. Niggas love lying. I'm um, not your sponsor. Absolutely. Yes, you are. Um, <laughs> would you pull a Kanye West and buy a house across the street from your girl? No. Well, yes, because I have children and I want to be able to get them. Hand claps. That's the only reason. I don't give a fuck about who she's dating. I just want to be next to my children. Look at my boy calling me on the podcast. I don't even. Hold on. Hold on. Yo, I'm on the podcast and I have guests and I think they can hear you. Don't say nothing incriminating. What do you what happened? What you got to look for?
It's don't you work tomorrow? <laughs> and then you get ass after. The DD? I don't know what that is. Uh, you can have ass and we can play like 10. Alright, let's play the game tomorrow so you can get some ass tonight. <laughs> then you hit me up and say, yo, I can play the game. She ain't giving me nothing tonight. It's easy. This is going to make the podcast, by the way. Alright, good day. Nobody tells you once you get married, you do have to plan out when you get there. Didn't know if I told y'all that off mic either. Like it's it's rough because you be you swear like tonight's night like I'm getting some, and then some sleep. So you getting some sleep. You getting a lot of sleep, mm-hmm. and you looking in the opposite direction of where she turned to. But but oddly, this falls in line with the question. Like, what's about oh Kanye? yeah but, yeah Kanye. If yeah. you ever want to get some cheeks, and you just go right across the street. You think uh, she's still giving it up to? Him? Or would she still give it up to? Him? Yeah, she would. At this point, I don't think so. All them kids they got. I really think Pete Davidson is a cornball. I don't know what game he playing with her and what type of thing they got going on, but I didn't see it coming. You know, kid, like he, Pete is like that one kid who surprises you, and mm. like he's like, not to say like Pete, I don't know you from an apple, bro. Like you probably wasn't any shit in school, and then all of a sudden like you became that super popular funny dude, super funny, funny on TV. and then you got a career out of this shit, and like yep. now everybody loves you. Yep, guys who used to throw you in the locker, they want to you know hug you, take pictures. And women who wouldn't look at you, they want to do all kind of philanderous things behind doors. Like so, mm. enjoy it. Yo, this is your world, fam. Keep living it. Shout out to all you ladies that slide in dudes DMs at y'all clown back in the day. Mm-hmm. It happens. I shook y'all hands at the classroom. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm leaving that. Only buy the crib for the children, <laughs> and it's a smaller crib too. So I don't know how happy they'll be there, but yeah. And then it's one of those things for me. I understood it because it's like. First of all, they were married. It was his crib. <laughs> Apparently, she bought it from him, mm-hmm. which to me, I don't even understand how rich people work because I know everything is like a tax break or yeah. some type of shit. So I don't, I don't even judge the fact that he sold the crib to his wife because I think she took it in a divorce or that, and it, which is smart because for him it might help him out. But you know, he's worth billions, like he said, and you know, you need all the sold write-offs. I took a loss, whatever the case may be, right? And then you get the crib right across the street because now people don't understand, like, what if she says one day, no, you can't see your kids because you can't, you're not allowed in my house to see them. You need to have a place. And you like, yo, it's easy for your kids just to go across the street. Like, for me, that was the easiest thing there. Um, Let's do this. Lamar Odom, he wants Chloe back. Have you ever, I know we talked about this. Well, I sent it to you. But we ain't talking about Lamar Odom and Tristan. I think that's... Weird, weird mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Would you ever do that, or what would you do if a dude, you and your girl, going through something, and he right under like you deserve the best, and you know that's her ex? Come on, tell the truth. Tell the truth, right now. You have to see me, fam. Like, <laughs> like you fucked up your opportunity. <laughs> Lamar was out there wilding. Too. He was wilding, fam, and not to like. Granted, he's in a better place now. I hope so. Mentally. Yeah. So, um, I mean, after having that whole, you know, health scare. Yeah. That's what we're going to call it. We're going to label it as a health scare. Protect he, black man. Yeah, protect him. Um, but he was getting a whole lot of protecting. And 
Uh, I definitely feel like, you know, it's it's natural to feel like, yo, I, I fucked up. I, I want to, you know, see if we can rekindle or rework. I was married to you. When you yeah. when you were Khloe Kardashian's 1.0, you yeah. Khloe Kardashian 8.0. My man said 1.0, and he's, he kept it going by saying 8.0. All right. Like, you are at the eighth iteration of yourself, and you he, keep getting better. Like, iPhones, like. He tripled down, and then he, you, you went again. All right. <laughs> like, she, she looks great, and I'm pretty sure he's just like, damn, I had you at this version. Yeah. I he never keep doing had. you wrong. Who? He's probably thinking, like, Tristan keep doing you wrong. Because uh, I mean, this is Tristan like second break baby I don't know I don't keep up with them All I know is that She can't take this dude back Like she can't take Tristan back So you might as well You know See with Lamar You know Yo You don't add to your body count Wait was he on Keeping up with the Kardashians mm-hmm. And Tristan too Nah Tristan came late See that's what I'm saying Like he He's already embedded In that Kardashian Lifestyle like, Yo And it's gonna help With the show It's gonna help Oh they cancel the show That's right It's over Damn, they should start it back up because this would be good for the storyline. Like, look who's that. Mm-hmm. I don't watch this shit, but uh, like Kanye never shouted out Tristan. Nah, I knew I knew Kanye. Um, I knew something was weird about that because he used to talk about Travis and then he used to talk about Tiger. Mm. And I'm like, you know, one time I I just knew I was gonna start watching when Kanye was on there. And he didn't talk in like some episode. I'm like, I'm not watching this shit. Yeah, I was kind of mad. They used to be my guy back in high school. <laughs> we all love Kanye. Bruh. I love the old Kanye. I miss the old Kanye. Y'all remember in 10th grade and everybody showed up with button-ups? I think that was more because of Jay-Z. Really? I thought it was because of... What yeah. you mean, bruh? I wasn't the biggest whole fan, bro. Change clothes? The video... Uh, okay, well, then if you're going to go there. Yeah. But I mean, like, college dropout had just been, no, like, there. see, Kanye West was more like, you needed a cardigan for your button-up. True. That yeah. is fair. Yeah. And I hated them double polo shit that y'all try to pull off. It's a lot of shit we used to do in high school that I'm still pissed off about. I don't know who y'all is, because, you know, I already don't have that much of a neck, so two polo? Mm-mm. Yo, I hated that. I hated um, when the white boys used to tuck their polos behind their belt, mm. and then everybody started doing a big belt buckle. I used to hate my academic pants. I used to love them pants. I had two pairs. I used to wear the shit out of them shits. Hey, what a time. <sighs> what a time to be alive, man. Y'all don't even know, man. I remember a nigga stole my Jabos. I was pissed. <laughs> Yo, I remember everything. Wait, you had the strap joints? Yeah, some mm. dude just man. I went to like I I was um so this is when eBay was popping. My um my brother in law told me over he's in he just graduated college. He was like, yo, I listen to your podcast. Sometimes you age yourself, and like my friends be listening. We'd be like, what the fuck is that? This is that moment. Just let him know. I remember when eBay was popping, so I bid it on these uh, Jabos, and I was like, all right, cool, bet I'm gonna get them. Mm-hmm. Got them in. Went to FAMU, went to a summer camp, and somebody broke into my room, and that's the only thing they stole. Wow, you were a target, then. You were you were a target, oh, my they, boy. They marked me. Yeah, they got me. And I was just, I remember I was like, all right, I'm going to whoop everybody's ass here. And I realized, like, I was the smallest person there. And I'm in Florida. And Florida people are crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo. I were, just, you, were you, at that point, were you ready to stand your ground? <laughs> I hate this nigga. <laughs> No, and I was just I was just like thirty nine. Like, I was gone. Like fam, you're not gonna die with your bow jeans. Nah, but I was willing to. You was willing to get your ass with die for these for shadow jeans. And then you know what pissed me off? I ain't even had a Jabot jeans where like the strap, the letters was white. It was just a solid color across. I was pissed at that. Mm. They lied on the eBay. Nobody don't know the struggle about getting on eBay and then people lying about what the fuck you was buying. Oh, yeah, you know, for got, sure. Like I was like, yo, man. I remember one time I bought a PDF. I was pissed. It was a PDF of clothes, bruh, but the nigga 
promoted it is that I was buying clothes, bro. <laughs> Don't laugh. Yo. Come on, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you got finesse, bro. Bro, I got finesse. And, I, and then I read through, it was the last line of his long-ass description. This is a PDF. Wow. So, legally, it wasn't nothing they can do because they was like, the listing said it was a PDF. I was pissed, bro. That's why you should always read the fine print. Yeah, fuck all that shit, man. Um, before, all right, let's do anticipated albums. Anticipated. Who album are you looking forward to next year? We, you mean this year? Because we're in 2022. Oh, yeah, shit. I, we're on the top of 2022. So, I know that Gunna got a project dropping Friday. This Sunday. Okay. Um, definitely. You listen to Gunna? I do. You don't strike me as the type. Oh, I like Gunna. Baby Birkin is my don't, song. I've been listening to some ratchet shit. I listen okay. to some back. I still listen to backpack rap. Like, yeah. Uh, no surprise there. At all. Look, I got all Birkenstocks, man. Like, um, I'm done with this guy, bro. I don't really know, like, who's forecasting an album. Like, fucking, if Schoolboy Q and Kendrick Lamar can get their shit together, I'd be anticipating their albums. Like, K-Dot gonna drop. He has to. Has to? Mm. Yeah, he let Cole drop. He let, um, I mean, all his Pearson drop. And so, like, you're the next up. And Drake Project wasn't all that, so it's kind of like, all right. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't listen to that. Um, yeah, you didn't miss nothing. <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, who who else is really popping right now? I mean, I need Travis to drop. I know the whole has to happen. I know, man. It has to. I think it'll come third quarter. It has to. I mean, he got it in his body, y'all thought. That. U- Utopia was definitely one of those albums that was supposed to hit at the top of the year, and it's just not going to. That's my guy. I hate that he has to take the fall for a bunch of this shit. It's just out of his control, but... Bruh, that's my guy. I love Travis Scott music. Bruh. And I want to tell y'all how crazy one of his concerts is, but it's insensitive. Have you ever been to one of his shows? No. It's amazing. Which one did you go to? Um, I went to the last two. Um, So... Oh, wait, no. I take that back. I did go to the one that was at um, the Hornets Arena. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Yeah. I was in the stands though. I didn't go down there. Like, oh, I had the VIP. Like, oh, excuse the fuck out of me. Yeah, I, I saw that shit from very low. It was it was fire. Yeah, I sat in the um, I sat in the stands, and the reason why is because um, I've been to those shows and I've been to like I've seen the pushing, the shoving, just mm-hmm. all that. And so when I was there, um, I was just I love my seat because before then I saw him at. Uh, Charlotte Metro Credit, the amphitheater behind the film. Was that the one that he had, the Eagle? Mm-hmm. I missed that one. That that's the was, one. That's the one I heard a lot of good things about. That shit was amazing. Mm. Um, and the cra- craziest thing, I'm sitting at the one at the arena, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in the stands, and um, I asked my whole row. I was the oldest person on my row. Oh, God. <laughs> the next person, besides my wife, the next person who was my age was 16. And I just remember sitting there. And he was like, how old are you? And I told him at that time, whatever. I was like, I'm 30, blah, blah, blah. He was like, you're old. And I just remember like, fuck you. I whoop your ass. Exactly. But it was cool like to talk to them. And then I put them on my Instagram. And they thought it was the funniest shit. Like, we just met a stranger. I'm like, yo, this is kind of weird. But it was funny there. But the one, um, Birds in the Trap scene, McKnight, that shit, mm. that, that shit was amazing. Um, some dude jumped from two seats behind me and told her my road. My wife was like, yo, you gots to go. Like, bro. But it was crazy because he went into the crowd. It was amazing. Word. That show was, uh, but yeah, I can't, I need him to drop though. I would definitely like to listen to Utopia if and when it's... It's coming. I got you, bro. You got the link? Nah, no, I'm not connected. You more connected into music than I am, so you will get the link before I do. Um, Who else I need to drop? Uh, I'm just looking for K-Dot and uh, Travis. 
Like it's coming. Schoolboy Q. And SZA. I love her. Did she just? She didn't just. No, she, she dropped a song. She dropped a song. I need her. I need her to drop. I'm still riding the high off last year's album. I mean, we got Luke. We got Isaiah Rashad. I've been bumping the shit out of both of those albums. So yeah. Very good riding around music. Yeah. Um, both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shout then, out to one of them. Then you know I do get in my I I do get in my bag where some days I feel like you know I sell drugs. So I listen to Icewear Vezo. I listen to Babyface Ray. Okay. Know? Yeah. I don't know. listen to none of these people, and I like ratchet shit. It's very. I mean, there's ratchet shit, and then there's just like shit you shouldn't play in court. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they they kind of tote the line of yeah, don't ever play this in court. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Respect that. Mm-hmm. I still listen to um this sounds so commercial, so don't kill me for it. I still listen to Future Every Day. Um I play Future There's Radio. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but I play like Future Radio mm-hmm. on Spotify. Gotcha. And I just go ham. Okay. Cause I really do sometimes I feel like um I feel like I should be disrespectful. <laughs> and I feel like Future is like a toxic guy that I feel like I can be disrespectful. Who, who do you need to be disrespectful to? Men the motherfuckers or... from high school. Thank you. Uh, okay. Hello? Y'all hear me? I hate them. I feel like Future... Future is definitely the epitome of toxicity. Absolutely. Um, That's my guy, too. How long will it keep lasting? I have no idea. It's great. I don't think he can, you know, get himself in a position where they just don't want to listen to Future. Nah. They love him. Mm-hmm. They want to be him. Mm-hmm. I have a weird theory that... Oh, who you talking about? No, uh, who you wants to be the ladies? Who wants to be future? Drake, but that's all I'm gonna say. Oh yeah. Hey, <laughs> I have a whole theory on that. That's a whole nother podcast. Okay. I'll bring you off off air for that. Um, all right. Before we get up out of here, um, we talked about Kanye, talked about AB albums. Um, Lamar, oh, we already did this. Oh, so there was a thread on Facebook. Did you click this link? No, you did not. There was a link on Facebook about girls posting. Their um, first worst dates. The funniest shit ever. Um, I'm going to read off some once I find it. Um, do you, can you remember your worst date ever? No. Just say no. I'm thinking. Because I don't want to be a liar. But no, I don't remember it. If you dated anybody from Hopewell, you have a bad date. Because I know. Look. Is that what the threat is from? From people from Hopewell? Yeah. Nah. Oh. But, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Gotcha. This thread, um, of course, now my internet, this is why I need a new laptop that Mark's going to buy. Um, one girl talked about how she went home with a nigga on the first date, and she woke up, and he was going through her purse. Um, one chick talked about bruh brung actual roaches in his jacket and put it in the food after they ate at an expensive restaurant. No. He got the whole meal free. Damn, she wrote me a story. You see this long-ass message? Damn, fam. Yeah, man. Um... Wait, this girl said this dude recycled cereal milk. That's nasty. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's what she said what? right there. You see it? What? Yo, but... <laughs> you see what she said? That's a wild discussion, yo. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yo. First of all, like, you're not just going to breeze over. How the fuck you bring your own roaches, man? Like, Y'all think I have a bag of roaches. <laughs> <right? laughs> How you like, bring your own roaches? That's what the thing said. <laughs> This shorty said, he let me sleep at his mama house after my apartment flooded. I went to the doctor because I had a rash on one side of my body. Found out he had bed bugs. And he was like, uh. <coughs> she said, I asked him about it. He said, damn, they got you too. Wow. He stole my perks and sold them. Um, stole my roll of quarters That's and lied about it. That's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's not yeah, that bad. Like, 
That's life, bro. Like, look, stole money out of my purse. Damn, y'all doing girls dirty out here. Hey. Oh, this the one. Took this dude to a really, really expensive. This dude took me to a really, really expensive restaurant to impress me. Ordered um, apps, wine, and the works. Then after he ate the the nigga, pulled out a paper towel out of his pocket, and it contained two dead roaches. He put it on his plate, and y'all get the rest. Wow. Um, they apologized and they gave him a comp in for the next uh, food. And then a chick wrote, "Genius, damn, I actually know her." <laughs> damn. Funny. Yo, I thought he had him in a bag. That nigga had <laughs> shit rolled up in a napkin. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine unfolding a napkin and then he got roaches in the room. Like, he chewed gum instead of brushing his teeth that day. What? I'm telling you, bro, this thread is amazing. I put it in the Google link. I'm gonna tag you. Have you been on Facebook? Not really. I'm gonna tag you on it, bro. Send it to me. Yeah, please tag that yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga was like, yo, Nobu? Yeah, Nobu? Big bet. It you. is the greatest thread of all fucking time. Because I, I was roaches. reading it. I was reading it like, y'all got to be kidding me. Like, because I hear girls tell you about bad dates that go on, and you don't believe that niggas actually do shit like that. Not Don't bring their own roaches. One girl said he like we just met. I rode in his car. We was at the gas station. He was begging people for cigarettes, and she was like, "I was just like, this can't be a joke. Like this has to be a joke, whatever." Um, before we get out of here, we have the expose yourself question. Did you find a question for him to read out the notebook? No, no, I wasn't. Even, I, I, I didn't want to flip through and then get the, you know, what I'm saying the pages is flipping through in the background. Find you a question. Oh no, nah, you good, man? Oh, Look, this see? is a raw ass podcast. I ain't editing nothing besides the story about Cordero. His name. <laughs> Come on, man. It's more questions in there. I'm gonna fix these cameras one more time, and then we out. All right. You can. It's gonna be great. See, man, it's an easy podcast. Look at you. Man. You ain't saying shit. I'm big chilling. Good. See, it's good. You know what I'm saying? Almost good on that. Ooh, let's get into this because this is this is something. Actually, no, nah, fuck it. I don't care about. We can do it. We yeah. both gonna answer. Yeah. <laughs> This one. All right. You get to read it. What did it say? One celebrity you can't stand. <laughs> you you spoke about this motherfucker. I, oh, God. I, I don't like this motherfucker. Uh, people who play his music, I openly say I don't like his music. Who? Um, we'll get it. So I'm, you know, building up. Uh, <laughs> I believe he's still a very good actor. Um, actor. Yeah, he's an actor slash rapper, singer. Okay. He'll swoon. He'll steal your bitch, your, your ex bitch, your future bitch. Um, he'll buy your son, who's a high school basketball player, a chain. Um, I believe this is the lowest form of man out here. Uh, I don't like Drake. What did Aubrey do to you? Um, Damn. I, I don't like Drake. I like Drake, but it's. I cool. fuck with what? Drake, bro. I, I don't like Drake. What did Drake do to you? I just like, what about him? It's not real. Like yes, he's okay. I feel like he's Aubrey acting like Drake. Okay, yeah, he's playing a character. Yes, I, I can understand why you said that. That's that, <laughs> at night. Like you're a good actor, bro. Like hands down, you're selling. Like yo, I'm this motherfucker, but you not. Like you not that shit, bro. Like, bitches don't like you. They want to take your money. Shit, if you gave a bitch your money, she would not call you back, bro. Like, like, what's the one stripper? Uh, Malaysia. Malaysia. Um, the, the which one? 
from like his earlier like, oh early days yeah yeah from Houston or something yeah like, like, yeah, like, yeah I know what you're talking about he, they didn't care about you motherfuckers nah no. shout out it was one of them stri- no Johnny Blaze wasn't a stripper She's, that's a stripper name yeah but I don't I can't remember if she's a stripper but I hate DJ Vlad I'm sorry that's not the person matter of fact he will be my person today but um, I I remember he did an interview with her and she talked she was on there crying talking about how Drake got her pregnant and she got an abortion and it's just like is that, is that believable I mean, a, a person who's named Johnny Blaze, I wouldn't take, you know. Anything. She pretty. Not now because she don't love in hip-hop. Oh, God. That's enough. Oh, wait, no. I, do I know that? <laughs> I have to think. All right, yeah, but I'd have what? to say. What's wrong? You don't like his music either? I don't I don't give his music a chance. Damn. Yeah. What's the last Drake project you listened to? What's the one with the little <laughs> cartoon with the heart and shit? October's very own? Dude, no, that's not, true. Do that. that's not true. Um, that's not true. That's thank We just that we shit. just talked about this shit too. What's the one where um, uh, I was running through the six? That's the last. Uh, if you read this too late, yeah, that's that shit the, go hard. That's the last one I actually kind of like listened to. And did you like it? Yeah, I thought that shit was fire. Yeah, it was. shout out to Quentin Miller. Yeah. Um. Drake, if you ever want to come on a podcast, I will invite Mark back so y'all can have it out. This, um, this, I don't have it. Like, yo, bro, I'm not going to tell you he here. Now I know you set me up. <laughs> I like Drake. Drake is cool, man. I don't like... Um, I'm, um, How do I say this to not be messy or mean or rude? My problem with Drake is... Drake with Beyonce. I love Beyonce. I'm not going to attack her openly. No, nah, not on this podcast. No. You can't get my podcast shut down before we get started. Why not? <laughs> um, you hear cancel cultures, isn't it? Like, come it on. is in, and y'all don't never cancel nobody. Like, y'all don't cancel nobody. But, here, but I got, I got it out for you, bro. Here's what? the out. Use your albinism. Albinism. <laughs> Use it. Yep. Say they beating up, beat me up, bro. I'm the only person of my kind at, on this platform mm. really going to new heights, and y'all trying to cut my legs off before I start to get to running. There you go. And then, well, they never apologize to us black men, but it's cool. They will that day. Um, you know, Drake is a. I, I tell everybody, I think Drake wanted to be Future. Um, but he wanted to be Trey Songz before Future was even out. Yeah, but you know, he was. And then I hate that he threw that line about Trey on that album. He's like, I had a girl. Whatever, whatever the line was, he got a little spicy with Trey. If I was Trey, I'd be like, Yo, when I see you, bro, we gotta talk. Not when I see you, I gotta slap the shit out you. I put you in my video, fam. When yeah. Nobody knew who you were. And then he but. shitted on him in that line. But you know what? Um, but Drake is it is what it is. he he is who he is. We're not gonna take that away from him. I'm gonna put it like that. Um, the person I can't stand. My person today is last week. It was Derrick Rose. Um, this week. Keep no, keep going. Keep going. Today it is DJ Vlad. That's a very valid. He's he's the hip hop cop. You know. He is um, a joke. And if you ever do an interview with him, I will watch it. He, oh, never. No, okay. I don't <laughs> but think we would ever be on his record. Like, he doesn't do shit in criminal. Like, DJ Vlad yeah. only goes after criminals, bro. And drug dealers. Um, criminals. I was click. I was on YouTube, and I seen an interview with Gilbert Arena. So I was like, oh, let me click on it and see. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's a Vlad interview. I was like, all right, I'm going to give Vlad a little spin. He has me blocked on Twitter, by the way. Cause what did you say to him? Um, I pretty much says every opportunity he gets to exploit black men, he takes it and runs with it. Even from a black person dies and he'll just repost the video and say flashback 
and he'll run it. And for those who don't know, he gets paid for the clicks. Mm. So it's like, yo, you, you're you not sending that money to his family. After this young rapper that you didn't talk to, who you didn't gassed up, you had him talking about his ops and shit like that and talking about how he don't need security, how when he see this person, it's going to be on whatever. Now this person is dead and you repost a video of him saying all that shit and you making money. But anyway, I'm watching this interview with Gilbert Arenas and Gilbert Arenas is talking about how he grew up in Florida and his mom ran off mm-hmm. and his he just met his dad. And his dad was like, we're going to California to start a new life. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how he was homeless with his dad and they lived in a park. And he's talking to Gilbert and Gilbert is... Uh, talking about that he was like so how was it in school were you like in gangs were you any shootings any drugs and Gilbert Arena's like I grew up in a valley no and I just remember watching that shit like what like why would you ask somebody that that's very much a DJ academics type question absolutely I can't stand him either and you know what it makes me think because I believe one day I'm going to be interviewed by somebody you're going to see all right we're, we're going to rewind this part right yeah. and I hope they do not ask me about my drug life or my gang life because I'm they're going to be so disappointed when I say no and I think like sometimes I think Wait, about to, sh- to which to which part the drugs or the gangs both oh. so my point is like I almost I, had y'all there I hate when we go places and people feel like Yo, like everybody that's black and DJ black, he always want to know where you getting in trouble in school, and then he just happens to throw out drug shooting, and like it's like, bro, some of us did not grow up that way. No, we had our family around, or if we weren't around, we had our, you know, somebody was around to keep us, whatever. We might have gone through some shit, you know what I'm saying? But it's not like everybody ain't bang bang shoot him up. So I can't stand DJ Vlad and uh, him, you know, him on Mona Scott, you know, people like that. I hope you ain't on Love and Hip Hop ever either. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. You know. I mean, I heard she got better with paying people, so. I hope it ain't five grand for the whole season or whatever it was. Who was getting that? I don't know. I'm just making up. Oh, uh, <laughs> to say, like. <laughs> I did, uh, so I got Samsung TV and they always put up, um, Love and Hip Hop always runs. Like, there's a whole channel on Samsung TV and it runs Love and Hip Hop every, all day, 24 hours, and they don't even do it in order. They just drop, jump from, like, a season to an episode, everything. And wow. so they're doing um, Love and Hip Hop, the reunion right now. And I just remember watching, they have all these people, they brought everybody from every season and mm-hmm. they just put them in a the house and they're all just hanging out. And I remember watching it like... Wait, they got Jim Jones in the house? No. Oh. Anybody that's remotely successful did not show up. Okay, I was about to say, like, I know Jim Jones ain't gonna live in the house with these fucking nuts. Bro, and it was like, it's like a weekend getaway and it was like, Cardi ain't there, Jim Jones ain't there, mm. Omarion ain't there. Mm. I was I was pissed off that Ray J showed up because I'm like, bro, you got too much money for this. But you he, know? I mean, it wouldn't be Love and Hip Hop without Ray J. Absolutely. And I'm like, how much did Mona Scott tell Ray J, I will pay you to be here? Because if not, like, the simple fact that, and I hate to sound like the messy person, but the simple fact that um, this Millennium Tour is going on and Marianne kicked Lil Fizz off of whatever with his baby mom and Lil Fizz is there talking, arguing with her and she's mixed up with Dr. Dre as he's going through a divorce. I'm like, do y'all not click like y'all mm-hmm. losing every opportunity y'all got because of this shit right here? Like y'all messy? It was just, it was crazy. I was upset that Jock was there and Scrappy because I'm like, y'all was somebody at some point in time where y'all don't have to be doing this. Before I go broke like Jock, before with that dog like Vic. Yeah, I like 42 Dog. His album only had, like, I love playing his shit. Like, I like that shit. Sorry. I, no, I, I like, you're right. Young Jock shouldn't have been there. Will Scrappy shouldn't have been there. No. Anybody who's remotely successful in music that's still... I was mad Trina was there. Trina and Trick Daddy was on there. 
Well, Trick Daddy, yes, that seems about right. It seems about right. Trina? Trina. She was there, bro. For what? She was playing Uno with somebody. It, bro. Wait, was La La on there, too? Nah. Oh. Nah. Because I know they'd be friends and shit. So. Yeah, maybe it was a little interesting. Right. But, you know. All right, before we get out of here, you need to tell everybody how to find you. Um, shout out anybody you need to shout out. And anything anything you got coming up next besides your mental break. break. Yeah, you just ruined my surprise. Oh, shit, my bad. On break. Come on, man. Um, Let them know. You can find me on Instagram at Mark Prosper, M-A-R-C-P-R-O-S-P-E-R. Mm-hmm. Uh, my website is the same, markprosper.com. Oh shit! Yeah, you know I bought that. Long used to be ago. really into Pharrell when we was kids. Mm, I have my opinions on this motherfucker now too. So wow, I mean, we can we can we can hear it or we can't. Like, it's here. Hey, <laughs> um, this if this like gets nobody. me canceled, hey, like hey, Pharrell, what Pharrell? Do? What Pharrell do to you, man? Pharrell didn't do anything to me other than kept getting lawsuits. But that just shows okay. that he needs Chad. And mm. yeah, um. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Mark Prosper, that's me across the board. Uh, shout out to uh, Slum County, shout out to Luke, shout out to my brother, shout out to my mother. Um, yeah, shout out to you for having me on the show, man. I know this was a long time in the making. Yeah, you we kept saying, you kept saying, Mark, get on the show. And I, yeah, I would hit you with the, all right, yeah, I'll get on the show. You kept, you kept hitting me with the end, eh. not the end, but like, I knew you was busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I follow you. I follow other stuff you're doing. So I know when you're working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so um, that's kind of why I sent you a calendar so you can like, yeah, all right, I, I know I got that. this. Day. Yeah, because we all busy. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my homegirl, Brittany. That was my homeboy's, my homeboy's wife that called in. Sorry, Brittany, if you're listening. You might be getting something tonight. I don't know. But um, <laughs> but Brittany, she hit me up earlier and was like, yo, um, I need you to take pictures on this date. And I was like, damn, I didn't even update my calendar on my website. And that date that she was sending me, the date she kept sending me, they're all gone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I know you busy. And um, no, I really do appreciate you on here because it has been a long time coming. It was cool to see y'all. What was that? All-Star Weekend? Yeah, that was that was fun. That was right before the world shut down, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, 2019. That was a month before, wasn't it? Yeah. No, 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 it was, no, it was a year before. A year before. Okay. Damn, mm. what was the All-Star Game at in 2020? Chicago. 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 Okay, cool. And so, yeah, so it was like, I saw y'all there, and it was cool to actually see y'all. It was actually cool with you and Luke to be able to, like, show my wife, like, hey, here's actual people from high school that you're not seeing me talk shit about. Funny enough about that moment, like, like that was my first time actually in a photographer's pit at a concert. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Mine's too, actually. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, like... Since then, we've, we've gone up then. Like, yeah. It, but it was cool to, like, so my wife, like, hey, here's people. And she's, like, you know, she's running around with her head cut off because it's her event. event. Yeah. But then she was also cool. And she told me later, she was, like, yo, it's cool to meet, like, people you grew up with and that you know. And I'm, like, yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm telling her about both of y'all. But it was it was super dope. And I'm super glad you was able to come. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully you come back. I definitely will come back. If we don't get canceled. We're not going to get canceled. I didn't say anything that's going to get you. I didn't talk about Beyonce. I didn't talk about you know Thank God. weaves or global warming like it's what's wrong with weaves? Hmm? You don't like weaves? What's this song? <laughs> what's wrong with weaves? You oh you like natural girls with natural hair? That's cool. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. My homeboy is like that. He he got a type. Everybody got a type. What's your type? Natural hair clearly. I mean I like a nice. Never mind. We're not getting that. You like butts? 
Ask? Yeah, I'm gonna ask, man. Okay, that's cool, right? Hey, man, I ain't gonna judge you for your type. <laughs> no, like, I'm trying to keep myself from getting, like, yo, I don't need my, my DMs blowing up about nothing. Like, yo, if you gotta ask, DM Mark. He gave y'all his Instagram. Um, don't DM me at all, because I have a wife, and, you know. Yeah, you try to get got me canceled for real. Yeah, you trying to get. Can you imagine? Somebody come out about me. It's we need more black fathers out here, so we need Absolutely, man. Shout out to all the black fathers out there. Um, I will encourage every black father, if you ever come across a guy that's about to have a kid, please give him some advice. Because mm. what was your advice that your father gave you? He told me it was gonna be okay. Okay. Um, that's that's actually like mad encouraging. Yeah, and he um he told me sometimes it's gonna be scary and mm. don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. And that was super super important. And then he talked to me about dealing with a woman as she's going through all that, which was like. Super important. Um, and shout out to all the moms that hit me up. Well, it was only two of y'all. But it was like everybody wants to give you advice. Mm-hmm. And it's super, super cool to get it. Um, but then what I realized is a lot of parents, everybody, all parents understand one thing. And I'm only four months in, so don't judge me. Um, <laughs> all parents understand that every journey is different. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes parents don't try to tell you things because they like, yo, the journey is going to be different. And as a parent, you do want to give people advice, but mm-hmm. you understand that. And then you do understand that they're probably getting so much other fucking advice. But the joke is, nobody's actually really giving you that advice because they all had the same mindset. Yeah. Um, but shout out to my sister and um, a friend of mine, Sari, uh, who told me, like, yo, postpartum is real. You need to adjust this way accordingly. And, you know, a lot of dads now, they just talk to me about, like, having a son. You know what I'm saying? Because I wanted was a girl. That, was, that a, was, that, was that a make or break moment for you? Not well for me. Um, I wanted a girl, um, and then when I found out I was having a son, I was super excited. Um, but the reason why I was excited because my dad said it's going to be a dad that you run into that has a girl or has multiple girls, and they want to try again, but they don't want another girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so they they were like, "Be glad you got a boy now." Because then you ain't got to worry about it. He's like, even though you still want a girl. And for me, what it did make me realize is um, I needed a purpose. I needed to dive more into my purpose because I knew my purpose, right? Mm-hmm. You knew what your purpose was. Mine's is I'm here to assist people um, the best way I know how with my talent to help tell their story. Mm-hmm. And in that, because um, I, I, I feel rewarded from that, if that makes sense. Right. So um, in that situation. Um, I realized, like, yo, go full for it with your purpose. Mm-hmm. And so when I have, and you're like, now every time, like, I post him and I hate posting him sometimes to social media. But um, every time I look at him and I laugh, like, he was getting on my nerves today and then crying and shit. And then bro just bust out laughing. <sighs> my mom is calling me. Hey, mom. <laughs> she calling for myself. Watch this. Mom, I'm on a podcast and people can hear you. Told you she only called for him. I told you. All right, Mom, when I get home, I'll let... Uh, you going to be asleep, ain't you? Anything you want to say to the people on the pod? All right, well, we're going to let you go now. No. You're not married, huh? No. Mom, I went, to, I went to school with them. You know who these people are. How you doing, Mrs. Bulware? They say, hey, Ma. That's Marcus. Marcus went to uh, middle school and high school with us, and Luther is here. She knows you about that. Sorry. I spent the night at your house. 
He, she knows. She tells me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your mom I said hey. I, well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe next episode. <laughs> all right, ma. <laughs> Bye. All right, we're getting up the hell up out of here. <laughs> anyway, I want to thank you for coming. We're going to holler at y'all next time. That's all you got? You ain't going to say that? Oh, uh, I'll leave you with these words, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Leave us with some... <laughs> Yo, they canceled us. Fuck, I stepped on the shit. Uh. That shit said, go home. <laughs> I literally stepped on it. Ow! Did I hurt your ears? Did you take it off? No, I'm good. Sorry. Oh, actually, we still gonna do it because it's still recording. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay. Right, it really did. Here's Mark's lasting words. Oh, we're struggling. Make fuck up the whole introduction. Where we at? Oh, lasting words. I will leave you with these words before I depart. Good people, follow your dreams. No one else is going to walk in your shoes for you. They can't tell you to go left. They can't tell you to go right. All you got to do is keep going forward. Peace. And that's how we're going to end it. <laughs> Bro, I stepped clean on that shit. Bro, it was like on the on the cusp of me getting ready to... <laughs> that nigga's like, I'm about to say some last words. That shit said, go Dude. home, nigga. See? Uh-huh. This is why I need an engineer. You did great. This was fun. This was hella fun. You know, it's like, I listen to like podcasts, mm-hmm. and I be mad when I be listening to like Joe Budden and them shits because Parks is like an engineer, so they sound sounds like pristine. I'm like, fuck me. Shit, let me stop with this camera. Wait, is this one person's three questions? God dang. Bro, people, bro, we did.